2: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit Hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Paul Hamilton.
0: Oh, ceradic and Hamilton go to each other and so whiskey. Oh. <laughs> do it. We have to
2: fight. fight. With Mike Shope and the Bulldog.
0: Snowjack was just totaled by an Iowa State player against the was, board. I
2: think it was by Hamilton. Not WGR.
0: Really, a pretty unnecessary hit by Hamilton. Hamilton is still awfully mad. He's being held back. Number 17, Paul Hill. Two minutes
2: for charging, five minutes for fighting, and it was Sports Radio 550.
0: Alright, rolling along here on a Monday. Glad to have you along for the ride. Nate Geary and for Mike Shope for most of this week. I am the Bulldog and pleased to welcome into the program, onto the program, our man Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline. Paul just watched the Sabres lose a second game this season to the Ducks, which is not—it's uh, no small feat. Paul uh, It's a team that just lost 9-2 their last time out before they got here to play the Sabres, but somehow they seemed to have an antidote. I, I felt like, and and postgame sounded a bit like this. I heard more of postgame than I often will on a weeknight because I was on my way in here after the game ended uh, to take over after uh, Derek and Pat and you were all done. And I, I felt like this game today was maybe more like a game from last year. Uh, the 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 goalie was leaky for the first time in a long time for Uka Pekalukinen. I don't mean to hang the game on him, but he had a tough day, and the breakdowns there there were just numerous breakdowns. Yet the Sabers had a bunch of good good chances. Um, that's been a theme, I guess, often enough. But th- this felt more like a game from last year to me than anything else.
1: Yeah, they came out fast, skating, getting all sorts of chances right off the bat. But it was typical Sabres this year. They got a chance on the first shift. The Krebs line was great. They got a four-check. They set up Benson in the slot, wide open, missed the net. Rebound came off the back wall to Ryan Johnson. He was stopped. Uh, you know, right after that, Gergensen takes it to the net, and Gibson stops him in Paterka. And all of a sudden, you you know, then Darlene. He, he played very, very well in that first period. He had the stretch pass to send in Greenway. It kind of dribbled through Gibson's pad, but he got enough of it that it went wide. And right away, I'm thinking, here we are again. You know, the, the, the visitor with Dominic in goal, uh, who comes in with horrendous numbers, but, you know, seems to you know play like uh, you name the goaltender against the Sabres, and it was starting. And then they finally got a goal by, you know, using, using Gudis as a screen. G- Greenway gets the goal. But they can't uh, hang on to prosperity because a minute and three later, Anaheim gets its first chance of the game. It wasn't their first shot, but it was their first scoring chance. And it was basically Eric Johnson turned over the puck. It was a good four check in there. And uh, Ross Johnston gets in there, gets the puck from him, steals it from him. Ryan Johnson, who was on the ice for all four goals against, mm. he, he does the right thing on this one. Takes Matt Jones, who's in, open in front of the net. But Gergens has had to go help out Eric Johnson, and there's Henrik all by himself in front of the net. He's not going to miss, and in it goes. So here you are, absolutely dominating. You outshot the Ducks 15-4 to in the first period, and you leave 1-1 and he had another great chance before the period was over dollin another stretch pass this time to thompson gibson just barely gets a pad on it thompson gets the puck back hits the crossbar you know and 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 on and on it goes so here you are in the first period you utterly dominated it you scored the first goal for once and you leave 1-1 being up shots 15 to 4 and First thing Granato said, I don't disagree in the least, is we had every chance to put that game away, and we didn't. He goes, it's as simple as that. He goes, yeah, we made some bad mistakes. But he said, in the end, we didn't make that many mistakes. It just seemed like when we made them, they went our net. But he's right. They they easily could have had the nine goals the Leafs had the other night with the types of chances they had. And, you know, it just kept going and going. And even Tage Thompson again with about 8, eight I think it was 8.20 on the clock left. He gets the puck. Gibson's down. He makes uh, you know, from laying down, he makes a glove save. It's possible the puck was in the net, but it was in his glove, you couldn't tell. You know, and and because the glove went backwards, but there was no way you could yeah. tell if it was in the net or not. But you gotta bottom line this. I understand Tage Thompson is playing better, getting more opportunities lately. He did score a power play goal, but he's he was signed to Score the big goals for the Buffalo Sabres like he did last year. He had every opportunity. I mean, Gibson made what people are calling the save of the year. Well, that can't happen. He's down. You're Tage Thompson. You have to beat him there. You have to score. You can't have a breakaway then followed up by hitting the crossbar. I I, I know I'm being hard on him, but you Mm -hmm. can't. Mm -hmm. He is the guy. He has to be the guy. And the guy... Had all sorts of scoring chances in that game and netted one of them, and maybe probably the worst chance of them all as it just <laughs> snuck in inside right. the post and he He has got to come through there
2: Paul. I wanted to ask you after the game uh, bulldog and I were both listening to um, you know to don granado 's postgame comments and one of the things that I think it was John Warrow that asked the question was just kind of like, you know, a lot of the growing pains you're referring to it sort of feels like these are things that they that we were kind of told last year that they were going to learn from that playoff race, like being in games that matter um, going into the end of the year. And, you know, and I like kind of in passing and, and jokingly said they're, they're still a young, fo- they're still a young hockey team, but they're not that young anymore to kind of continue to making the same mistakes over and over again like where where do you sit on the development and you know sort of the learning lessons that this team it feels like they're still having even though it felt like that was for last year and this year was supposed to be we're applying those things we learned to be better and and those that just hasn't happened
1: yeah and this isn't by any stretch of the imagination the first time that's been brought up I think it was just brought up because Granado kind of got back on his hind legs when Moro brought it up Uh, but it's been brought up numerous times I've been talking about this for how long that you know I think he enables these guys with this pressure talk I mean we go from one, one pressure to the next pressure and we go from last year and I bought the one last year still do it was the first time that the this young group was in a playoff race. You know what? They al- they almost got there. They got within one point. I so I thought there you go. That was pre- that was a pressure situation which not many of them had gone through. Now they've gone through it. Now it's pressure because you signed a big contract. And it's pressure because you needed to play better defense and now you're not playing offense. And it's pressure this and it's pressure that. And when is it not going to be pressure anymore? When is it going to be that these guys need to perform?
0: Like, it's, never, it's never not going to be pressure.
1: Yeah. And when is it going to be that maybe they're, they've got some folks here who are talented hockey players that can't play under pressure? Or is it their head coach is enabling them, which I've, I've said for a while now I think is the case. I, you know, I, He's giving them the out of the pressure. And they're feeling the pressure because of they signed contracts and they did this and they did that, and when it's over, then all of a sudden goals are going to be scored again. Are they?
0: Didn't Granato also say today the I, offense I, will I don't come know back? If I'm buying that. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he say today that the offense is going to? I, I'm almost sure I heard him say it. that'll come back. Like in in yeah, the heat of this I'm exchange, saying. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why those are going to be
1: scored again? Why? <laughs> and my question is. One, either last year or this year is a fluke. Which one? Because they, they're totally different seasons. Except for today, for the most part, you've gotten goaltending. And it's unfortunate because had you gotten the regular Lucan in-game, you probably would have won. And I'm not blaming him. There were some huge mistakes on those goals. And, and Granado's right. They had a chance to put it away on their own. They could have covered up for their goaltender. Who's covered up for them for how long? Right. And, and they didn't do it but, um, you, you know, they, 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 you, you've gotten the goaltending and the defense has been better, but you can't put the puck in the net. Or last year when you could put the puck in the net, but you were, all you did is turn it over and give them two-on-ones and three-on-ones and four-on-ones and 5 on os and whatever else <laughs> you, you would throw back at your goaltenders and, you know, and then blame yeah. the goalies because the goalies are awful when they just couldn't stop a four-on-one. Um, and uh, so, which is it? Because one of the last two years is a fluke, either last year or this year.
0: Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline here. The Sabres lost to the Ducks in a President's Day matinee today downtown. They are on the road after this. Is it Montreal then Columbus? That is correct. Okay, and it's Wednesday and Friday uh, of this week. That's uh, the way forward for them. And they've
1: won five of their last six on the road and lost. And won one of their last six at home.
2: Yeah, four games under five hundred right now at, at at home, Paul. Right, twelve and sixteen yeah. or 12, sixteen and one, I think it was. I saw. Yeah, they're one five and zero in their last six. at well, home. Well, it's
0: because the, the fans boo them. That's yes, why. That's, yeah, that's, that's why they have such a <laughs> tough time uh, at home. So, like Paul, they didn't I, today, no, I know, until right, the very end. Lot, lot, the, 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 yeah. I, know,
1: I was listening for that, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of kids in the building. Right, the it's first different. time they got booed was when the final horn went.
0: Yeah. Well, Paul. I mean, I, I know where we are health wise. Um, it'd be a lot more outrageous if Eric Johnson was making these plays he made today, because uh, I also thought the third, the third, is it the third? I think the third goal. He's right on the scene and just doesn't tie the guy up. The puck's laying there in the he crease. He was on the ice for the net. third and fourth goal. Yeah, and so. Um, you know, not to hang he it all was on, on him for
1: three of the four. Right, yeah. Ryan was on for four. Out but of four. he's
0: got to play now because of the injuries. So I mean that that's obvious. But man, I mean the it's just a tough that first that first goal, Paul. Like, I don't know how different the game is if they get into the locker room up one nothing after the Greenway goal there, but just I don't know what a veteran guy like Johnson is doing there with that puck is it, he wasn't under severe duress he just needs to offload it behind the net to his partner and they're probably going up the ice but he just waits too long and gets just gets the puck taken off him and then you know I think everyone else on the ice is like okay we're ready to go we're going to have a breakout so coverage is all you know, messed up, just a, was a very bad. I mean, it might not have looked like the worst play you've ever seen or anything, so I don't mean to exaggerate, but I thought it was an awful no, play by the veteran.
1: It was bad. Ross Johnston got in on him and just basically took the puck from him. Well, okay, Gergensen now has to come and support Johnson, so he comes off his guy. Ryan Johnson grabs his guy, who was Max Jones, but you're out of guys. Now Henrique's all by himself, and that guy can put the puck in the net. Uh, he, he's been putting the puck in the net for years. Not the guy you want standing there by himself for the first scoring chance of the game for the other team. And you're right. That's a veteran who just let the puck get taken off him for a turnover by Ross Johnston. And and now it's in your net after you completely and utterly dominated the whole period. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely dominated. And now you leave 1-1 and be and when you've outshot the opponent, 15-4. to and had two breakaways, a couple of wide-open shots, and whatever other chance that I can't even remember.
0: We're going to get tight on time here, Paul, but I want to ask you about Krebs. You, you mentioned him at the outset here. Um, and two games now with him in sort of an elevated role, right? He's, he's, he's in between Paterka and Benson. And how, how do you feel like, A, he did he deserve that, and how do you think it's going?
1: Yeah, I did think he deserved it. I thought it was time to find out. The first game against Minnesota, only one line was going. It was the middle stat line. The rest of them looked like they were in mud, but they figured out a way to win. So I, didn't, I was hoping that they would keep it together and not just judge it on that, and they did. And they were the best line to start off. They were flying. and I mean, most of the lines except one were flying in the, in the first period, and I really liked them a lot. They produced some scoring opportunities uh, right off the bat. Uh, both Benson and Paterka were dangerous and Krebs did a great job along the wall getting pucks and then getting pucks to those two setting them up for chances so um, I thought it was a much better job by then and Benson did wind up scoring a goal it was bound a delayed penalty called and he winds up tipping in a Yoki Haru shot Paterka also got an assist so it was kind of good to see the line rewarded by getting a goal there, but I liked him. I I thought uh, the chemistry was much, much better in this game today.
0: I know there was a little shuffle with Rochester again, and that was mostly because Comrie was ill, right? So probably, like, Lukanen's fine. Uh, Levi had 50 saves and an overtime win today for the Amherst in Toronto. They played at the Leafs, the the big-ranked Scotiabank uh, place. Um, So probably if Comrie's okay, I would imagine Tukarski probably goes right back down.
1: Yeah, Comrie was in the building. He was just ill, so they decided not to get him too far around the team. So he was there. Clegg just came up because they like to have a seventh D, um, especially now that they're going to be going on the road. So you you always want to have a D with you. So uh, he he didn't come up to play. He just came up to be the seventh D. Right.
0: All right, Paul. Sounds good. Excellent. We'll uh, certainly touch base with you as the week goes on with these two road games coming up Wednesday and Friday. Take care, guys. That's our Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline. His appearances here on WGR are brought to you by Equitable Advisors. Thinking about today and planning for tomorrow and by Raylax Honda. Raylax, we got this. We are due for a timeout here. We'll get back into some football. Our sale, Capaccio, going to give us the rundown on... Uh, quarterbacks and running backs. His series of off-season articles, the position groups, are active at WGR550.com, and the first two installments of that dropped over the weekend, and they are quarterback and running back. So we'll focus on that as we get into more football, uh, taking you up to 7 o'clock here with uh, the Nightcap and Zach Jones. For Nate Geary, on the Bulldog. We'll be back after this on WGR.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.